Casey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, supported by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. And good morning, 737 here on 630 Chet. The all new this morning was Stacey Bratzel, Daryl McIntyre, Morley too. Uh, Morley's in Winnipeg for the Elks game mm-hmm. on Saturday, the final game of the season for the team. So we'll hear from Morley here in a little bit as well, just to set you up for the end of the season. But we also set up the conversation we're having right now, and that's about short-term rental. Mm-hmm. So often we reference Airbnb, but it could, you know, VRBOs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Any of that world. Uh, there is a push. It's already in, in BC and maybe coming to Alberta as well to put restrictions on some of these short-term rentals. And uh, that has something that the Alberta Hotel and Lodging Association is coming out and speaking about because they want to, what they say, it needs to be more of a, a level playing field between their industry and these short-term rentals. Yeah, like 15 years ago, we we just booked a hotel wherever we went. This it's the only this, option. A hundred percent. And so now, and now it's, now there are options. And so the hotel industry seeing this and seeing obviously their revenues fall because people do have the option to stay in a short-term rental. Tracy Douglas Blowers is the president and CEO of the Alberta Hotel and Lodging Association. And she joins us on the line. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning. How big of an impact uh, do you think the short-term rental world is having on your world? Well, you know, it's it's interesting. I think probably short-term rental activity has, has normalized a little bit. And now the biggest impact that we're seeing is the impact that it's house, having on housing. And uh, in a lot of communities, we're finding that there are just there are not enough affordable homes for people to live in because uh, the housing inventory has been taken up by short-term rentals. Well, and, and I think that's a valid concern, yeah. but I just... But is that your concern, that your Tracy? Concern? <laughs> You're the CEO well, of, the, of the Alberta Hotel and Lodging Association. You're obviously worried about your members. Yeah, absolutely we are. And, and you know, the availability of housing is a, is a key concern. You know, I, I think the reality is that the original concept of home sharing that was promoted by online platforms has, has really been kind of distorted by speculators who have taken single-family houses and condos out of long-term housing inventory. And now, instead of being able to use that that housing to um, for people who live and work in Alberta, those homes are being out, rented out on a nightly basis uh, and turned into ghost hotels. So there's a lot of unintended impacts that have occurred uh, as a result of that. Again, loss of affordable housing, mm-hmm. property damage, disruption, criminal activity such as drug trade, money laundering, even human trafficking in those neighborhoods and buildings. We're seeing huge impacts on property values with uh, values rising as investors are purchasing multiple properties in prime areas. Um, and, and in other places, those property values are, are impacting neighbors who are having to deal with a lot of transient activity that was never intended for those kinds of neighborhoods. Tracy, yeah. just gonna stop you. Like, I, I, I get that. I agree with you know with some of the concerns that you're raising. I'm just you know, why are you making that argument when you're talking about the Hotel and Lodging Association? Because what's the argument for your association for your particular industry and the real social issues that are there? To set those aside and to deal with with where where you're living here. Yeah, well, you know, hotels are not afraid of competition, and they're not they're not looking to regulate homeowners who occasionally rent a, a room in their own home or who rent their own home while they're away uh, for a weekend or or for a few weeks. But 
real home sharing happens in the owner's principal residence. It's, it's what started out as home sharing has new, now turned into a new class of investment. And when you look at multi-property owners, which is the bulk of uh, whether it's Airbnb or VRBO, these are now businesses. Uh, and, you know, we're just saying, hey, if, if this is a business, mm-hmm. let's have a level playing field for everybody um, and and make sure that we're all competing on the same on the same basis, same so, rules. So what do you want? Do you want them to be taxed? Do you want fewer of them? What is your association? What are, they, what are you looking for? Right. So we believe that rules need to be implemented that will limit short-term rentals to the owner's principal residence. Uh, we believe that governments need to make short-term rental platforms like Airbnb, like Verbo, uh, need to be accountable for host compliance. Uh, they should be required to verify that those who offer residential units for rent on their platforms have met the legal requirements to do so, and that any platforms that advertise non-compliant residential units should be subject to fines and to be deregistered. And the other thing that uh, we're looking for is that those platforms should need to share their data so that uh, municipal and provincial governments can ensure that they're, they're complying. Uh, it's going to be quite the, quite the conversation, as it was in BC, as it will continue to be here as well. Tracy uh, Douglas Flores, thanks so much for your time this morning. Very welcome. Thank you. Okay, good chatting with you, President and CEO of the Alberta Hotel and Lodging Association. Yeah, a lot of people weighing in on the text line. Uh, we've got this one, uh, Jerry, saying, well, then lower hotel prices, $200 a night to stay in a Super 8 in Drumheller is obscene. You can get one for 200 Well done. Well, Drumheller is a, well. Drumheller is a tourist spot, so yeah, I can see why Drumheller. But I stayed in in Vermilion, and I think it was like two hundred and fifty bucks yeah, to stay was... in Vermilion uh, for a dance competition. Obviously, there were a lot of parents coming in, but uh, yeah, but maybe we're seeing the prices rise because Airbnb's you know cutting into their business, and so they have to raise the prices to, <sighs> to pay their staff and and, Perhaps, and to get business done. But it's pretty widespread, and it's uh, the higher own. Uh, it's all across the board. So really, what is it? what does this end up looking like at the end of it? What one of these rules, if any of them, get put into place? If I own a, a condo and... Why? Why is somebody telling me who I who I can rent it to? That would that'll be a major backlash. Does do I have to find one renter? Do you know how how difficult it can be to rent to some people? Depend. It's a dangerous zone renting out to other people. If you get a great tenant, bonus. You're mm-hmm. lucky. Sometimes you don't, and the rules protect people as they they should. But it also really works hard but against the landlord. You take that risk like almost every night if you're renting it out on Airbnb as opposed to having a long term rental and you have a, a you know somebody's in there for a couple of years They're or probably not squatting there. But yeah, there yeah. could be damage and that kind of thing. Yeah, there there are some risks, but. Oh, oh, oh. Why does somebody else get to make that decision as to how and where I rent? Uh, Tim Carmel, city councillor, actually uh, popped in on a text line and also mentioned, hey, basically absentee owners, so you never know what kind of neighbours, how much irritation is there to neighbours. There could be parties there, it could be noisy, it could be disruptive. Yeah, That's also it's interesting that this conversation's happening in Edmonton and not in, I, I know they're having the conversation in Canmore, but Canmore is just pretty much... <laughs> all Airbnbs, pretty much everybody, you know, entire buildings. They're not even built for people to live in them. I couldn't live in one of those, most of those condos mm-hmm. because there's no storage. They're not made for living. They're made for renting out. <laughs> that's, that's actually a really well done uh, way of putting it. They're not made for living. They're made for renting out. Mm-hmm. Very cool.